Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So I thought, well, I love property. I can do something with property. And there are so many people in the same situation as my parents that would love to be able to retire and or lead into retirement with enough funds to see them through. And, and uh, that's the kind of the, the mindset behind why I, I um, wanted to start something. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyron Shump and in this episode, we talk with Fab Marion, a property developer with his own subdivision company, which aims to help future retirees secure their funds through property investment. Continue listening to find out how Marion ensures investment success for those low on funds and his checklist to buy potential properties. Marion started his subdivision company in an effort to help members of the older demographic liquidate their assets and gain funds for their retirement. I'm uh, from a director of Unlock Your Block, um, a subdivision company in uh, concentrating in Perth. And the, uh, we started Unlock Your Block, uh, to, uh, myself and business partner, started Unlock Your Block in uh, 2015 after we felt a, a, a need and a, um, and a solution needed to be provided to our um, community in uh, the uh, demographics, uh, particularly older demographics, being able to uh, unlock or liquidate the, uh, their properties, their owned properties and um, either being able to reduce debt, either being able to retire. Um, so we felt that there was quite a need for it and that a lot of, a lot of um, uh, Perth uh, property owners just simply um, could see the opportunity that they they could unlock their land but um, uh, may not have the ability to be able to do it or have the funds to be able to do it themselves. So we offer quite a unique uh, model and a unique service in that we um, carry out the entire project management of their uh, subdivision, but also we can pick up all the costs of the, the subdivision and unlock the block of reimbursed on the back end of, a, uh, of the successful sale. Marion starts his day with a meditation session and a full breakfast before getting to his office. I normally, um, the mornings um, are my time. I generally like the, uh, the, the mornings to be the, the time where I can control and that really sets the, uh, the motive for the day. So I'll, I'll uh, generally uh, um, get up. I do a, a, a bit of meditation every day. Uh, train um, the three to four times a week. So I'll head to the to the uh, to the gym, um, have a nice breakfast, and um, then head to the office to to get down to some some um, exciting work. That's exciting. So what's the exciting work entail? It's generally looking at um, 
uh, every client's got a unique um, situation and um, a lot of people associate uh, subdividing or, or developing um, as a means of, of creating wealth. But there's also a, another story of that is that um, a lot of people are in unfortunate situations that just need need some way or shape to be able to find um, funds to be able to either um, reduce debt or, or um, be get themselves out of the situation that um, for some reason their, their life, um, the uh, situation has changed personally. And um, the, so we generally get a lot of phone calls, a lot of um, email inquiry about about um, clients looking for subdivide and we we look at why they're looking for subdivide, what's the, the, the reason behind it, the motivation behind it, and then look at what's going to get them their objective in the most safest in the most safest and the most profitable outcome. Marion grew up in Western Australia after migrating from Mauritius at a young age. So I grew up in a suburb um, called uh, the Beachborough. Um, and uh, we, uh, I was uh, born in Mauritius um, and came here as uh, four years old and um, then uh, first moved to a suburb called Kewdale and then uh, uh, my parents built a home in, in Peachborough and um, they, uh, could, you know, all, all those uh, blocks were all on big, big blocks back then. There was no, the, uh, it wasn't um, the, the blocks that we see today. Um, uh, 700, 800, 1,000 square metre blocks was the, the norm back then. And um, the, uh, but there was plenty of parks and things around that, that we could um, always uh, gravitate to and, the, and met a lot of the friends that I have today through the same area as well. Unlike most of his generation, Marion decided to forego a tertiary education to pursue a career in mechanics after graduating from high school. However, after injuring himself, Marion found a career in his hobby at the time, property. I went to a, uh, the um, Catholic school, um, both uh, primary school and um, went to a high school, uh, Catholic high school as well um, called Chisholm College and um, they uh, met a lot of friends um, through through there, and uh, I think whilst I, I was at school and um, university was um, going to university was the, the the probably on the agenda of most of the my my peers there. I, I probably chose not to go down that path, and um, I actually went and started a career in being a heavy duty mechanic. That was my my drive and passion. <laughs> back then in school and I thought, well, heavy duty mechanic, I don't need to go to school for or university for that. I can get stuck straight into I had a, I'm, I'm very um, technically I, I quite uh, like the technical aspect and the uh, um, and the mechanical mechanically minded. Um, so it drove me to doing doing that and that's I started my career in doing that but um, always had an interest in property reading um, magazines, uh, going to seminars, uh, the reading uh, books so it was always an interest to educate myself to to that, and always applied, always looked at the technical aspect of it. And um, the uh, uh, after leaving, I actually left the career on of, on the tools. I, I, I injured myself, I, I, I fractured my back. Um, so it led me to I had to start to look for another career, and um, that uh, that career I was. Um, the a friend that when I we built our first home in in two thousand and 
2008, um, built the first home and the uh, bought the block in 2006 and built in 2008. And the uh, the building consultant that was um, that uh, had built our home, I was attracted to his car, and I thought, well, if he can drive a car like that and have it for everyday work, then I want to do what he's doing. While an attractive car did encourage Marion to pursue a career in property, it was not the only factor. Firstly, what had me interested in in that um, was the uh, the building consultant that built our first home was just the the, uh, the the car that he was driving, and I thought, well, that sounds good. And then he told me a bit more about what he um, what he did, and I, I quite like the uh, the aspect of being able to help uh, other people build their homes. So I decided to to put myself into the industry, given that I, I, I love the industry and I was work, the, reading a lot about it and just really the um, food for the brain, um, there, so to speak, I, I decided to um, to jump into it and I, I started my career in, in uh, the building new homes in 2009 as a building consultant. And um, at that point as well, I had built um, our first home and by constructing our first home, I enjoyed the process and I also realised that there was quite an uplift from uh, simply manufacturing the something from a vacant block and back then it was in the boom so it was well, right at the peak of the boom so it um, it was uh, the market uh, they had a lot to do with it but I also liked the, the fact that I could manufacture um, growth or equity by building or um, which led me to start to think well if building uh, allows us to manufacture growth or equity what does developing or subdividing do and um, so from there we they, uh, looked at the, every single opportunity of what the learning a lot more about sub, subdivisions and developing and um, was in, in doing that as well in my career I was helping um, clients being able to to fulfil their development needs and designing and subdividing, um, it really felt like it was the. Um, I really enjoyed it because it, it brought the technical aspect um, into it as well, and I could always relate to that technicality. While Marin did have a lucky start to his property journey, his growing experience as a building consultant also helped him to develop his own property portfolio. We were fortunate that the first time that we uh, built, um, my, my uh, uh, wife and I, um, the fortunate enough that the home that we built had uh, created equity, so it allowed us to be able to um, to, to use uh, that, um, look at what we could do with that equity as well. And um, But starting my career into uh, being a building consultant, it also, um, the, that career in itself is, is, is um, the... We were starting a business and the of, of doing that. So, the if we weren't uh, the uh, helping clients build homes and develop homes, then we weren't actually able to be the remunerated or paid. So, it led me to to um, learn the process quite quickly, and um, the and the only way that we were able to learn was actually to do our own projects ourselves and learn from our mistakes. Um, and then apply that over and over again, and the um, uh, by able to to learn from it, but then also uh, doing it ourselves, and then um, helping out uh, other people doing it. My learning experience uh, grew rapidly, and uh, I've 
given what we were doing, I'm in discussions with the town planners every day, in discussions with designers uh, every day, the, with uh, building surveyors every day, with real estate agents. So um, given that that's what I, I threw myself in to be able to be involved in that environment, then the, my thirst for knowledge has really led me to to become a, a quite skilled in that, that, that area. And coming from that construction background is um, enables me to really look at what's the most economical way of going about it and then applying that to a very simple way that people can understand how to go about it and, and learn from it. Marion's growing interest in property was purely personal as his parents knew nothing of property besides they would put a roof over their heads. My parents were um, no, never in property. We, when we migrated here from Mauritius, it was just um, of the, uh, um, the inclination to just um, the, buy a property to put a roof over our heads and, and uh, the, there was never ever the discussion of property at the dinner tables. There was never a discussion of um, what property could do um, because it just was that, that in, in itself was quite foreign to, to my, my parents and um, the uh, property for, for them, uh, they fulfilled the need to um, shelter us and, and that is I'm, I'm forever grateful for and grateful for the, um, the opportunity that my parents um, gave us. Marin was also eager to use his knowledge on property investment to help his parents with their retirement funds. I think it's more that I got into property and being able to look at my um, parents' situation and how I could use my knowledge and my passion to be able to help them out. And that really got me thinking about, well, the, my parents have, have the A property, and the, uh, but super is the biggest um, problem um, for a lot of people, a lot of baby boomers, and the, and including my parents. And I thought, well, what, what is it, and how, how can I do something, or learn something to be able to give, give back to my parents, and also give back to a lot of people that are in exactly the same situation as my parents. And in, in uh, the, um, it must, it's, it's just difficult to be able to, uh, if, if you, if you worked all your life and then to realise that your uh, super is only going to survive you for a certain amount of years and after that you've got to be on the pension. So I thought, well, I love property. I can do something with property and there are so many people in the same situation as my parents that would love to be able to retire and or, or, the, uh, um, or lead into retirement um, with enough funds to see them through. And, and uh, that's the kind of the, the mindset behind um, why I, I um, wanted to start something. I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to start something to help out my parents and, and, and uh, that, that, that generation. Marion's hard work in property investment has definitely paid off as he has helped his parents build healthy retirement funds for the future. Being able to um, help my dad do a couple of projects and and being able to then um, from the profits of those projects, which the main driver is to be able to top up his um, the uh, his uh, um, retirement funds, and uh, the so he's right now he's on the on the way to be able to um, be he's looking currently looking for a property to be able to downsize and um, enjoy retirement and the uh, um, and being in retirement without debt. That's the the whole um, the whole driver behind it, and I thought, well, the only way I can 
uh, be able to do that and help that is by um, being able to do what I do and and what I know and the the skill set that I have and being able to do projects um, for the purpose of helping my dad into into retirement without debt. So I'm I'm really humbled and pleased to say that we've um, and yeah that's that's something that we've achieved for my mum. The being able to uh, um, my uh, mum and 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 her partner have uh, helped them with a subdivision that's enabled them to subdivide, sell something off, and uh, build a new home. So they're in retirement, enjoying retirement right now, and and I'm I'm grateful for for the opportunity to be able to um, to be able to help them with that. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into Marin's property investment journey as he shares how he was first introduced to the property industry. So in 2006, we bought a block of land and back then, we could buy the block of land and then had to generate enough savings to um, uh, be able to build on it. His biggest learning experience so far on his property journey? What I learned from that is that we can never rely on the advice of other people what he looks for when buying his next investment property. If I've seen value for the end, the end user, and the uh, uh, the end buyer or, or the the community, and it's worked for them, and then it's worked for me. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum, and you're listening to Property Investory. Looking at buying or investing in property? Don't panic. Property is still a great investment. Is it now the time to buy, sell or hold? Find out from Australia's leading industry experts on how to take advantage of today's market. You'll learn the secrets to renovating for profit or gain the knowledge, skills and motivation to invest at the first home buyers masterclass plus much, much more. Whether you're a new or experienced investor, you can't miss the Sydney Property Buy Expo on the 7th 8th and 9th of September. Use the promo code PI for a three-day free pass valued at $50. For tickets and more information, visit propertybuyexpo.com.au. After looking at the family homes around his neighborhood, Marion was exposed to making money off property and bought his first property to renovate and resell in 2006. I bought um, our first um, property in, in 2006. It was a, a it was um, uh, it was at the time when I actually the uh, put my back out as being a, a mechanic, so I had a fair bit of time on my hands. And um, I'm quite an active person, so I was um, the always up on my feet, trying to uh, even the uh, after doing quite a lot of rehab. I, I um, uh, once I was able to to move around. I, um, just walked around the the um, the areas and um, and looked at the just houses houses in construction um, and uh, what people were building uh, the without uh, noticing that a lot of people were building family homes and it wasn't really um, the uh, so they've taken a lot of pride in what they they built and I um, thought well I'd like to if I bought in an area and I just reading a little bit about property back then, I didn't know a great deal, but I knew that what I could see um, and, and made sense that if people were building um, homes and uh, as an aspiration to live in, and I would be able to buy a block in a location that people would be spending a lot on their family homes and build a home um, uh, ourselves, then 
the the uh, we would be able to to uh, benefit from having nice houses around us, which would drive the value of our house or our property up. So in 2006, we bought a block of land, and back then um, we uh, could buy the block of land, and then had to 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 generate enough savings to um, uh, be able to build on it. So for a year, we we um, my wife and I um, saved as much as we possibly um, can. Um, and back then, I was still getting uh, the uh, wages as a as a mechanic. I think a third year um, or second, yeah, third year apprentice mechanic. And um, my wife was a childcare worker, so we were just saving whatever we possibly could. After successfully completing his first investment project, Marin used the profits to invest in more property and kickstart his own subdivision and consultant company. Once we had enough money to be able to um, uh, build our first property we did and as soon as that was built before the landscaping had even been done, the valuation um, they, uh, um, created quite a substantial amount of equity and we thought that was pretty cool. We, the, the, what we thought and uh, what I thought to begin with had actually transpired to be something quite fruitful and um, we thought, well, let's let's do something um, similar again. So we stayed in that, that property for um, a period of time because at that point I started my career as um, being a uh, building consultant and um, the, as a building consultant we were, uh, had to build up the, the business itself uh, in doing that. Um, so it took a bit of a pay pay hit for, uh, for the next couple of years of not receiving um, much while, while establishing the business um, for the long-term, I guess, long-term education of it as well. And uh, we then purchased, uh, looked at purchasing another property that was close to the city um, that uh, had the potential to be subdivided, um, and that was at that point it was after the, the GFC. So property prices did um, take a bit of a dive um, for a lot of. So we thought that that was an opportunity to be able to get into our next property in a better location, um, closer to the city. And we actually found that we bought a property that had been subdivided, and the owners needed to sell the existing home on the on the front and they had partly done a renovation and I think they were the in need of, of some cash to, to finish the project. So it worked out that this uh, property, the already subdivided was and with the front house was going to be a better result for us than if we had put a property subdivided and, and done it ourselves. So what we could see in that is that we could uh, renovate it, um, the you know, finish off the renovations, and we would gain some instant equity uh, from from that. So we uh, did that. We, we basically did more or less some cosmetic renovations, and that created some instant equity from from that um, property in a short period of time. And that became our, our um, uh, new home as well. And uh, the then from there we looked at well, let's um, do a, another uh, another project and. Um, we and again looking at getting closer to, to uh, the CBD, getting into a better area, and uh, so we we purchased a another property that was um, about four kilometres from the city and about 200 metres from from a cafe, a very popular um, cafe strip, and um, we decided to to subdivide that one. We sold the rear block, we renovated the front house, and created um, some more equity out of out of that. And then from there, we've been uh, staying in this property and been then doing projects um, using the equity um, the, uh, from that and, and done uh, probably about, uh, about four or five projects um, uh, from, from just the equity from the most recent property. 
So we're and and funding the projects of the, our clients' properties as well. So that's that's where we're, we're able to to um, pick up the costs of subdivision um, with with uh, from from the result of uh, unlocking block. Marion was attracted to the development strategy because he believes it ensures positive capital growth from day one. That kind of suits my personality. I, I'm, I'm one. I'm, I'm impatient. Yeah. <laughs> totally understand. Yeah. The uh, and I, I don't. Uh, I guess that that um, and that's the uh, uh, trait as well is that I, I don't. Um, I'm not one to. I don't really like relying on what the market's doing to create to manufacture equity or manufacture growth. Um, it's. I, I don't like sitting still. Um, and the uh, and it's it's worked out well for for us particularly in the Perth market where um, a lot of and, and, and the uh, a lot of um, Perth property owners have bought at the, the uh, at the wrong time and and now it's the the market's taken a, a shift and those properties that were bought they're 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 uh, reduced in value and the the uh, um, the income levels have changed as well because job levels have. Have uh, reduced uh, in Perth, and so they're um, and as a result, they've become clients of Unlock Your Dot because of, we've had to help them out of that situation, and uh, that's where I think uh, my strategies of, if, is that I've always um, looked at how can I manufacture growth, and if we're holding on to property, how can we manufacture property that um, allows it to be positive from day one. However, Marin's property journey has not always been smooth sailing as he has many learning experiences to share. Definitely had some low points that um, that could have been a, uh, a disastrous result. Um, so back then, uh, going to a lot of seminars and learning about the property, we whilst we're going to free seminars to look at, well, you know, they get an education on property. It's also um, behind the... Um, realizing that the seminars are designed to be able to sell a product that the um, the presenters are, are trying to to promote, and um, back uh, back in 2000 and uh, it would have been 2011, 2000, 2012, the um, mining um, was uh, screaming up, and so had a lot of lot of uh, um, investment. Uh, the uh, presenters, the promoting um, investing. Into mining towns based on the extremely high yields and extremely high growths, and that uh, mining was set to be and and set to to um, a set and forget sort of strategy. And the uh, and we were quite um, the naive in in, in, um, in at that time and in the in the process uh, back then and thinking well. Everything seems to stack up. We we looked at the information that was provided to us, as opposed to us looking for the information and being um, satisfied and having a level of comfort with what we found. We relied on the information that was most provided, and we purchased a off the plan um, property in a mining town. And at that time, it was producing fantastic yields and um, fantastic growth. And uh, the the project was due to be complete in the next couple of years. Um, the, during that time frame, while the the uh, project at uh, this mining town was uh, taking place, then the market took a heavy uh, dive. And uh, one thing that we did well, and that the uh, one thing that we're extremely thankful of, is we read through the 
the uh, pre-sale document, and we saw that the contract was going to be um, the, the contract was was valid for for uh, up to I think three years, and we thought, no, hang on, that's that's too that's a long time to be able to bind the contract for three years. What if something happened? By checking the fine print and making their own adjustments, Marion and his wife were able to narrowly avoid an otherwise investment disaster. We reduced that time frame to 12 months and um, then we put that the, the offer through. Back then, because it was a pre-sale, we couldn't get any deposit from a bank. So we had to front up the uh, the deposit, which was a $40,000 um, uh, deposit down. And... Um, the uh, the market took a took a dive. The property. I, I remember calling the um, the mining town and speaking to some of the real estate agents, and they were saying, "Well, these properties are now selling for less than half the value of what they were selling before." And given that this is a pre-sale contract, you have to go in as a cash unconditional cash offer. So, if it were to settle, you've we we knew that we had to basically find these funds one way or another. And knowing that it was just, we wouldn't ever be able to get those funds back. And it wasn't just ourselves. There were hundreds of people in the same project that were in the same situation. And uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to um, they pull out of the contract after 12 months because titles hadn't been issued. And we were refunded our full full deposit. But um, hundreds of people lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in this this project. And um, the developer actually uh, the was... Um, done for, for fraud and, and the reviewed under ASIC and, and so forth. But, yeah, that, that we could have lost a lot of money and um, we could have uh, put us in a fairly sticky situation from that. So we're just, just lucky enough that we read through that one. If we did anything right out of that one, we just read through the fine print and changed one, um, one thing on that bit of paper that saved us. Um, and uh, the, what I learned from that is that we can never rely on the advice of other people. We can only educate ourselves and have no better certainty in the in the power of knowledge, um, which helps us. The, I guess it takes the fear and the anxiety of it, and that's been my motivation ever since: is just knowledge, 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 and helping others. They create that knowledge. With that frightening experience, Marin learned to rely only on the information he educates himself on when it comes to property investment. He shares with us his aha moments. So I would say that my aha moment was from um, the uh, definitely the, from the mistakes. Um, so one of them is that uh, um, to um, always never to rely on the information provided by others. I, I, that, that was something that I really felt that if I put the the absolute knowledge and in my hands and, and the education, then I'm going to be able to, there's no better control of the our outcome than ourselves. And um, building uh, our first home and the equity or the, the um, uh, profit that was created from our first home, that was really an eye-opener because I thought, well, um, it took it took uh, about eight months to build our first home and within that eight months' time, that um, probably... Uh, the increase the value of the property we made uh, about four to five times our level of income um, at that time, and uh, that the that really got me thinking. Well, if we can manufacture this all the time, then we're going to really um, the escalate our 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 um, growth into I guess a fast lane. And so from there, it's always been okay. Manufacture, manufacture. 
From his work as a consultant, Marin has also learned to consider the desires of his buyers and caters to their wants. I realised that um, there was something in that and that what was in there, the lesson that I learned from that was the whilst we can always think about um, how a project or, or manufacturing the something would, would help us, I always look at, well, what about the buyer? What about the beginning with the end in mind and thinking, well, at that time back then, I I, I began with the end in mind and, and seeing the end in mind, which was the, the uh, residents in the area building a family home. And I thought, well, if I can create something that um, that somewhat simulates that, then there's got to be some good in that. And then from there, I've applied that same principle. So the um, every time we've looked at another another project in the house, we've always began with the end in mind, understood who is the likely to want to live in the location, what type of the home are they likely to want to live, what is um, uh, in demand and need for that community in that location, and thought about that that to begin with, and then I've always worked backwards from that. And if if I've seen value for the end the end user and the uh, uh, the end buyer or or the the community, and it's worked for them, and then it's worked for me, then that's the kind of tick the the, the box for a formula for me to to proceed with the next purchase. So inspired by Fab Marin's story. We'll keep the conversation going in a future episode. We will find out what initially held him back from investing. I think the lack of knowledge is what gives gives us uh, a level of fear. How he learned to invest without any advice or help from mentors. So I think the I would always say that we just constantly have to learn each and every single day something new that we can um, the apply to our own lives. How careful he is when using a development strategy when investing in property. But the, the one downside to that is cash flow because there's more funds going out than there is coming in and the cash flow is really lumpy. And that's next time in a future episode on Property Investory. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, Learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.